This is Sid Roth saying, Shalom Mishpacha. Mishpacha is a Hebrew word. It means family. And we're the Mishpacha, the family with a Jewish heart. Welcome to today's edition of Messianic Vision and another appointment for you to be mentored to fulfill your destiny with one of our It's Supernatural guests. And now, here's your host for this program, It's Supernatural television producer, Donna Chavis. Thank you, Sid. And hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us today for Messianic Vision. Our guest tells us that if you are a believer and you have the Holy Spirit living within you, then you are called, not just able to, but called to hear God's voice. What does that mean? And if it's true, why do so many of us struggle to hear him? Well, she is a gifted prophet and has a brand new book that I'm sure is going to become a handbook on this topic. It's profound and practical and and it's written for all of us, me included, so I know it will be for all of us. Please welcome the author of The Prophetic Voice of God, all the way from the Sunshine Coast, Australia, Lana Vazer. Hi, Lana. Hi, Donna. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. We've been looking forward to having you with us. And, you know, Lana, I just want to get right into it. You said that from the very moment that you got saved in the late 90s, that you had this incredible hunger to hear from God, and you actually had one of those great awakening moments. Tell us about that. Yeah, from uh, the moment I got saved in uh, 1996, I just had this incredible, uh, like you, you mentioned, an incredible passion and hunger to to hear from God, and I, I really just positioned myself to go after the Lord. You know, I'd read in Scripture that my, my sheep can hear my voice. You know, they know me. Yes. Well, that's mine. You know, that's my that's my promise. And so I grabbed hold of that and uh, and I really just began to chase after the Lord day and night. Uh, I became very acquainted with my my bedroom floor, just crying out to the Lord to uh, to speak to me. And I would wake up in the morning and um, and just feel this this incredible invitation to seek his heart. Uh, yet I was waiting for that moment, you know, the moment of of such deep encounter where you, you've just seen him and it marks your life. Yes. That's what I, I was crying out for that again. And uh, and one particular moment after months and months of just feasting upon the word, I was sitting in my bedroom on the floor and uh, and I said to the Lord, I'll do anything, like, please, anything. I just want to see you. And all of a sudden I heard this gentle whisper uh, that were three words that literally changed my life. And I heard the words, I love you. And when I heard those words, it, it was indescribable. It was like every part of my being came alive. And, and I knew that I was loved in a way that I'd never experienced before. And it was just, it was such a moment of, of such awakening that I came to this realization that you know, he actually, he longs to speak to me, you know, and, and he's delighted in me, not because of, of I've done everything right today and I've dotted all my I's and crossed all my T's. <laughs> you know, those three words uh, just imparted such a, a deep, um, I guess, passion and, and healing of my heart that he loves me because he created me because mm-hmm. I'm his. And, you know, I love the way you described the whisper. You said that it was so quiet in my heart, yet so loud in my ears. I just thought that was that was a beautiful way to say that. Well, tell us about a morning that you got up and it began, as every morning you said, with a question that you asked to the Lord every morning. 
Yeah, every morning uh, I would wake up and the first thing that I would say to the Lord is, Lord, what is on your heart today, Jesus? You know, I wanted to position myself uh, like Samuel, you know, and just um, and be in that place of, of, you know, here I am, Lord. And, uh, and so I, I would begin my day every morning with just making room for him to speak, making room for him to share what he's dreaming about and what he's, you know, what he's thinking about and what he's decreeing. Um, and it was really just a, about my positioning to really come to that place of, I always say, you know, it's about, it's not about my ability. It's actually about my availability. Yes. My availability to sit with the Lord and, and just make room and linger with him and, uh, and be very intentional to, to ask what's on his heart. And that is a that's a, a learning lesson for me right there, Lana. I, I I I don't do that. I would love to start doing that, but to even sit there and say this is my regular practice. Every morning I get up and I say, "What's on your heart today?" Wow, I think that's a lesson for all of us. So so what happened that morning? So after that, um, after that, I created. I say the word created, but I developed that lifestyle. Um, I went to, uh, I was working for a church and I, I went to church and I was sitting in the, the church office and I, I did what I usually do. Okay, Lord, what is it that you're, was on your heart today, Jesus? Speak to me because, you know, I'm, I'm here, I'm listening. And, uh, and all of a sudden, this, um, or the only way I can describe it at the time was this overwhelming sensation came over me um, and I just felt this, what felt like electricity through all of my body. And I heard... Um, this, I heard the, the words so clearly. It was literally an audible voice, and it said to me, "Lana, pick up your pen and write." And when the um, when I heard that those words, it was like I, I say now that it was so uh, full of authority. And at the time, I was like, "Is this the Lord?" I, I felt like the whole earth would shake at the sound of this voice. Mm-hmm. And and so I picked up my pen, and uh, and instantly I knew. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, Lord, you're here." But my brain couldn't understand what was what was kind of going on. But as soon as um, my 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 pen hit the paper, I, all I can describe it as is a supernatural acceleration hit my hand, and I began to write really fast. And I wrote this long, what looked like a letter from heaven, and it was full of the promises of scripture. Things like, "Don't give up. These are the plans that I have for you. You know, you have a great destiny and a great calling." And, uh, and within minutes, it was done. As soon as, you know, the, it lifted and I had this incredible um, letter from God of promises. And, uh, and I sat there and I, um, I began to weep. And um, I was like, Lord, thank you. Thank you for such amazing promises. Right, right. <laughs> um, and then the audible voice came a second time and said, um, basically said to me, Lana, uh, I want you to, to take this pick up this piece of paper and give it to one of the other pastors in, in the next office. But the thing you have to understand about this, this story is I was in a wonderful church that, you know, had trained me so much in leadership and fed me so amazingly out of the Word of God, but they weren't operating in the prophetic. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't operating in, you know, in, in that kind of realm. And so here I am thinking, how am I going to explain this? And so I picked up, no, sorry, I apologize for that. I literally paced my office back and forward for 15 <laughs> minutes wrestling with the Lord. <laughs> um, but eventually I thought, you know what, my, I, 
I'm actually, I care more about obeying the Lord than looking silly. Mm-hmm. So, um, so I took the letter next door and I knocked on the pastor's door and I mumbled something <laughs> that said a lot, that sounded like, um, I heard this voice that told me to pick up my pen and write, and I began to write at a thousand miles an hour. And this letter from heaven came out, and it's full of the promises of God. And then the voice came back again and told me to come in here and give it to you. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he looked at me a little bit like a deer in headlights. I guess. <laughs> Um, and so I handed him the letter and I, I ran back to my, my office and, um, yeah, and I just sat there with the Lord and my just in absolute panic, but also so at peace that, you know, God, if, if I've done the right thing, then that, that's all that matters. And a couple of minutes later, he came, there was a knock at my door and, uh, and I turned around and it was this pastor and he had tears running down his face and he said to me, Lana, how did you know? Uh, these things and I explained again what had happened and he said Lana this morning I went down into the the men's bathroom and I said to the Lord if you don't speak to me today if you don't show up and answer my questions then I'm done I'm not I'm not doing ministry anymore he said, wow every line of this letter he said is an answer to the questions that I was asking the Lord my it changed his life but it changed mine <laughs> as well Yes, you know what? When I was I was reading all of your material that we got from you and your new your brand new book and and everything, our conversations, our writing back and forth, there was something that that just stuck out to me so much that that you said it changed his life, but it also changed your life. I mean, it was such a defining moment to realize for you, who was still, I'm assuming, pretty new at this, that he actually still speaks. And what I wanted to say is not just to you, but Lana, he was speaking through you to someone else. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That now, did you ever, was there a time where, you know, okay, this is a new experience. I'm seeking, I'm seeking, I'm seeking. And then you started to hear, but was there ever a time that, that, that you had questions or you wondered about that or it caused you any what if this, what if this, what if this? I mean, did you, was there ever a moment like that for you? Absolutely, yeah. I think um, one thing that I, I battled, I guess my giant uh, in my life since um, even before knowing the Lord was fear. And so um, when I started hearing these things and particularly being in a, in a church environment where I felt like there was nobody around me that really could help me understand what was happening, uh, those questions got really loud. So what if it's not God, you know, and, um, you know, what if I'm missing it? And my number one thing that I would do was I would never move from the Word. So I would always stay in the Word and everything I heard, I would go back to the Word and just begin to um, to really just compare what I was hearing and, and just hold on to the Word of God. And um, so, but what happened was rather than enjoying what God was building in me, fear started to hinder the journey. So some thought um, I was moving into a realm of, um, I guess you could call it in inverted commas, fortune telling. Mm-hmm. They would say to people, you know, I, I was walking up the street and this, you know, I heard I had this really strong sense that I was about to see a certain person and I turned the corner and there they are. Uh, what's happening to me? And um, and a few people I spoke to said, oh, this isn't good, Lana. Um, and so the fear just kind of kept growing. But I am um, in my book. I, I talk about there's a chapter or a subheading called uh, "Thank God for the Eli's," uh, because it was in that 
that season that of questioning and the fear of what if I'm missing it, Lord, and crying out for the Lord to send somebody to me to help me, uh, I ended up registering for a Graham Cook conference in Sydney. And uh, and I admired Graham and his ministry. He mentored me from afar, you know, through his, his material for so long. Yes, yes. And I went along um, and... At the, at the in the break, I went up to the pastor and I said, I just need to ask you a question. I'm having all of these experiences and, um, you know, am I possessed? Like, you know, is this, is what's happening to me? I don't know. I've got, I don't have a grid for this. Um, am I missing God? And uh, it was in that moment that he, he said to me, you know, Lana, he said, if you are truly seeking God, you know, and you, you truly, you know, you're in the Word and you're asking Jesus to speak to you. He said, well, I'd say that the Lord is training you to hear His voice. Mm-hmm. And so keep asking Him to speak. And uh, and in that moment, I had that overwhelming sense of um, the story of, of Samuel and Eli, you know, and just like hearing the voice and, and Eli coming alongside. And so I, that was really um, such an, a strategic moment for me uh, to have somebody that was uh, had a lot more wisdom and discernment and experience and history with the Lord than I did to come alongside and say, you know what, Lana, it, it's okay. Like you're entering a time where the Lord's actually teaching you to hear his voice. Mm-hmm. And and the, I just love this, Lana. That exact thing is now what you are doing for other people. Mm, amazing. So I, I love that about you. I love that about about your new book and, and all the materials that we have. So we're going to take a quick break, and you're listening to our guest, Lana Vazer. And if you're hungry to hear God's voice like Lana was, then Sid and I want to encourage you to get Lana's brand new book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her powerful teaching series that comes with this resource. So we've got lots more with Lana Vazer in just a moment, so please stay with us. Call now to get Lana Vosser's brand new revelatory book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, God is Speaking to You. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9593. Lana Vosser's brand new revelatory book, The Prophetic Voice of God, is a handbook that is both profound and practical for those who are hungry to engage in hearing and proclaiming the prophetic words of God. The prophetic voice of God will mentor you on how to experience the breaker anointing. This simple practical teaching will break off fear, striving and anxiety, demystify the prophetic. Understand that prophetic hearing is accessible to anyone, no matter who you are or what context you come from. Discern the prophetic voice of God. Learn how to identify freshly spoken words from God and decipher the many different forms they can come in. Signs, symbols, numbers, coincidences, pictures, and more. You will be activated to look and listen for God's prophetic voice everywhere. Through this powerful book, you will embark on a wild and unique prophetic adventure with God. You will also receive Lana's anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, God is Speaking to You. In this CD series, you will understand that you were created with the ability to hear God. Find out the revelation of your greatest weapon. Learn how to engage with what God is saying. Discover that God wants to share the secrets of His heart with you. Find out what to do when you see repetitive signs and how these are words from heaven. Understand that you are the greatest prophet over your own life. On these audio CDs, Lana prays over you the healing of your heart, an impartation for your eyes to see and your ears to hear, an impartation to dream prophetic dreams, see visions, and experience 
experience divine encounters. The only way you're going to fulfill your destiny is to do what God already promises. Don't miss out on getting Lana Vosser's brand new revelatory book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, God is Speaking to You. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9593. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify offer number 9593 or log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back, everyone, to Messianic Vision. I'm here with Lana Vazer, and we are having a conversation about the prophetic voice of God, which is Lana's brand new book. And I'm seriously saying hot off the press. So I want to encourage you to be sure and get this. It's brand new from Lana, and you will love it. It's definitely life-changing. It has been a wealth of information for me for something that I haven't really known that much about, you know, in the past. So I have certainly appreciated it. And something else I appreciate, Lana, is this, that that you make it very, very practical for those of us who haven't had a lot of teaching on this. Uh, you do make it practical. I mean, you, you tell people and you encourage people to look for him everywhere. What does that mean? Yeah, um, quite a number of, oh gosh, months ago, it's probably, yeah, last year sometime, um, I'd really been sitting on Matthew five eight, you know, blessed are the pure in heart, for they for they shall see God, and um, and I would kind of been meditating on it and um, and really sitting with the Lord on it, and uh, I was actually in the United States, and I, I think I was in Dallas from what I remember, and um, someone was ministering up the front, and uh, and he said these words, he said in Matthew five eight, he said it says blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. He said another way. Uh, he said to to look at that. He said, as he read a commentary, and it said this: um, "Blessed are those who look for Him everywhere." And suddenly, I was so impacted by those words because that was my heart. My heart's cry was always, "Lord." I, I see you in the Word. You know, I read about your life like Jesus, and I read the Gospels, and I, I read, you know, the Old Testament. I just read all these amazing truths and, and scriptures. And Lord, I want to, I want to take that, and then I want to go out into the the coffee shop, and I want to see you. You know, I want to go out into the library, and I want to see you there. I want to, I know that you speak not only in the Word. You speak through so many different ways, awaken me and enlighten me, open my eyes so I can see. And, and so I began this journey of, um, of looking for him everywhere and, you know, recognizing that God is always speaking and mm -hmm. he's so unique and he's so creative in the way that he speaks. And in my journey, you know, the Lord would encourage me so much that, Lana, there is so much power in your expectation, you know, what you expect. So expect that I'm going to speak. And so expect and then ask me to open your eyes to, for me to calibrate your ears to hear and then look for me. And, uh, and so I began that journey. I, I looked with intentionality, mm -hmm. always looking for what he was doing. Yes. So in that, in that season, the Lord gave me keys to understanding the creative ways that he speaks. Um, there's, you know, there's so many different ones, but I, I really believe that these three keys that I'll, I'll share with you are keys that have been birthed out of my own journey. And uh, the first one was the Lord really spoke to me and said to me, Lana, pay attention to repetition. 
and uh, and I realized that I would be you know I'd be out somewhere and I would see um, the same scripture you know on a mug or on a in a book or somebody would send me a text message with the same scripture or I would see license plates. I know that sounds crazy, but I would see the same numbers all the time. And the Lord kept saying to me, pay attention to repetition. But I had no idea, like I would see the pattern, but then I didn't know what to do with it. (laughs) God, I'm seeing, you know, these cars with 202 in front of me all the time, every day. And I'm not talking once a day. I'm talking five, six times a day. Cars would come in front of me with the same number plate, but different cars, Mm -hmm. different styles of cars. And, uh, And so I began to pay attention to repetition. And I'd say to the Lord, what is it that you're saying? And suddenly I'm driving along one day and the Lord says to me, Psalm 20 verse 2. And I, um, when I got home, I opened my Bible and in the Passion Translation, it talks about our supernatural strength being sent to you from Zion's fortress. And it was exactly the word that I needed in that season. I needed the supernatural strength and help of God more than ever. And so I, I really now pay so much attention to repetition. And, uh, and secondly, I always, as a rule, I always ask the Lord for the spirit of revelation and wisdom that's in, uh, that, you know, is in Ephesians 1.17, because I, I understand that I may see something and interpret it how I think <laughs> in my own natural mind, where that might not be what the Lord's saying. So my prayer is constantly... Lord, you know, speak to me, give me wisdom, give me discernment. I need I need to be able to understand what it is that you're saying. Yes. And he's so faithful, isn't he? He's yes. so faithful uh, to to answer our prayers. And I just I, I really I wanna just say this um right now, like if there's anybody listening that you just feel pressure in hearing from God, like you feel pressure in in the sense of what if I don't interpret it right? Or I've been trying to hear from God and I'm not sure I'm hearing. And there's just this kind of weight of almost anxiety. Uh, I just want to just speak to you right now and just encourage you that the Lord wants to speak to you so much more than actually your, your desire to even hear him. You know, like he's so longing and passionate to communicate with you and he knows you, he created you. He will speak to you in a way that that will minister to you, that that you'll understand, because we all hear differently. We all experience and encounter the Lord in different ways. But if if there's anybody listening to this and there's pressure that you've been feeling, I just want to release you from that right now and just just prophesy joy into your relationship with the Lord, that the Lord's going to speak to you in creative ways. And as you ask for wisdom and uh, the spirit of revelation, that he will enlighten you and give you discernment uh, to understand what it is that he's saying. Yes, yes. Um, and the third thing is um, because the way that the Lord has spoken to me over the last probably five or six years, um, he started speaking to me in more creative ways when he shows me a symbol, for example. So I would see the Eiffel Tower would appear in front of my eyes all the time. I'd pay attention to repetition and I'd sit for an hour with worship music on and crying out to the Lord, what is the Eiffel Tower mean? Why am I seeing these things? And uh, and after a couple of weeks, I heard his gentle whisper. He said to me, Lana, go and research the Eiffel Tower. And so I began, I went and I started to research all about the Eiffel Tower. And uh, and in that, that moment, 
uh, the Lord spoke to me because, you know, it was a communications tower. Yes. You know, and it's like it's an antenna and it's rooted in, in the, the place of love, like city of love, if you want to call it that. And it called troops, it was used to call troops to the front line. And just through researching the symbol of the Eiffel Tower, the Lord, I had this encounter with the Lord regarding um, part of my calling and what the Lord had called me to do in the earth. And so um, researching for me is is really a, an important key um, because, you know what, I always joke around, the Lord can speak through Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I agree, but those are great keys. So for anybody that was listening to that right then and kind of got caught up in it and didn't write them down, but you want to write them down, the three keys, pay attention to repetition Ask the Lord for the spirit of revelation and wisdom and research, research, research. Ah, oh, that is that is so wise. That's great. And I, I heard you talk about license plates and, and symbols and different things like that. So the next time um, you see something that, that seems to be a repeated pattern, you go pick up uh, Lana's book and she'll tell you exactly what to do with that. Um, Lana, let's switch gears just for a second. Um, talk to us about the phrase that you use called stewarding his heart. Mm. Yeah, um, this was a a pretty major moment for me um, quite a number of years ago. Um, The Lord showed me um, that he's longing and he's looking for those who will will treat his heart with care. Um, I I just remember uh, sitting in in my prayer room with the Lord in Australia and um, and the Lord was just speaking to me about different things. And in amongst it all, he said to me, Lana, he said, you know, I'm looking, I'm looking for those who will, who will really treat my heart and steward it well, treat it with care. And, um, and I realized in that moment, you know, I think it was a moment of encounter for me of just being awakened even more to the privilege and the absolute honor that it is to hear from God. Right, that like that that invitation to come and to sit with him and to hear what the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords is, you know, is dreaming about, what he's saying, mm. what's on his heart. That's not something to be taken lightly. And uh, and I began this journey where um, he just put such a, a weightiness um, on my heart to of the privilege and part of stewarding. A word from God is is not just to like hear what He says and move on to the next thing, right? To go, oh well, that was nice, and go about my day. Uh, it, literally, for me, it was about um, lingering and and taking time with the Lord and asking, what what do you want me to do with this? Because actually, the words that are that are flowing from your mouth, they're not cheap. They're they they're just they're they're treasures, they're jewels, they're things to be. Um, to, to be held on to. Yes. And, uh, and the Lord showed me that, you know, Lana, not every, not everything is meant to be shared with others. Oh. You know, some things we share um, and some things we hold on to. And so in my journey of hearing from God, I think it's been about 20 years now and I still have a lot more to learn, but I still find myself asking the Lord uh, for greater insight and discernment in this area. Lord, what is it? that you want me to do with what I've heard right now. And I, I do actually say in my book, you know, don't rush to release revelation. If the Lord says to you, go release it right now, then go ahead. But I think sometimes for my own journey, 
um, I think it, it's funny because a lot of the prophetic words in over my life were, Lana, you're going to be like Joseph. And I was like, hallelujah, favor and promotion. <laughs> and forgot about the part of the story where there was, you know, so many uh, pits <laughs> that, that Joseph went through. But I was a little bit like Joseph in the beginning of my journey. I would see things and dream things and hear things. And then I'd run and tell everybody. <laughs> what I heard, this is what God said. Oh my goodness, look what God's going to do. Um, and I had some not like, you know, I didn't have some great experiences with that. And so the Lord taught me, you know, Lana, sometimes I show you things because I want you to pray. Sometimes I show you things because I want you to release them. Or other times I'm just showing you things because like I'm just sitting here talking to you and telling you what's on my heart because you're my friend. Yes. And really that that changed my that absolutely just changed my life and my perspective because I thought originally everything I hear I need to release. Sure. Sure. And that's really a good word. And I know that comes from your really seeking after his heart and your experience over the years, like you said, uh, over 20 years now. And that's some of the the types of things that I learned from studying this and preparing for this program and, and reading your book and everything. I learned some things like that, that that I've never heard before that I think are just really uh, good wisdom for those of us who might be new to this. So so I appreciate that uh, for sure. Talk to us a little bit about the prophetic voice of God versus the destructive voice of the enemy, because there's not just one voice that we hear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, um, you know, we all know uh, the scripture that, where, um, that says that uh, we, Matthew 4, 4, that we live not by bread alone, but by every word that uh, some translations say constantly flow out of the mouth of God. Um, and then I was reading, uh, I think it was First Peter 5, 8, and it says, you know, the enemy prowls around like a roaring lion um, seeking whom to devour. And as I was looking at different translations, one thing I noticed was that um, just this, you know, that the Lord's constantly speaking, but so is the enemy. Yes. The enemy's constantly speaking because he's trying to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And uh, and so as I um, really sought the Lord about this, the Lord uh, led me to uh, Song of Songs 2.15. And in the Passion Translation, it says, you must catch the troubling foxes, those sly little foxes that hinder our relationship, but they raid our budding vineyard of love to ruin what I've planted within you. And, uh, and I grabbed hold of a, a great book by um, Dr. Brian Simmons, and he it's called The Sacred Journey, and he explained... Um, that in Song of Songs 2.15, those foxes that are mentioned, they're the foxes of fear, of doubt, you know, of um, compromise in our hearts. They're, they're things that really, um, they can be lies, you know, that we believe about ourselves or believe about God that taint the way that we see him. So we'll interpret what we hear through through those lenses. Yes. And so we really, um, and I found it in my own life, you know, the Lord will be speaking to me and, you know, the enemy might come and speak to me. But if the enemy finds one of those foxes in my life, he's found a landing pad. So he's found a place where he can hook in and then begin to torment me or to bring shame or to, you know, lock me in in bondage, whatever it is. And the Lord began to say to me, Lana, Song of Songs 2.15, like you have to catch those troubling foxes. And it, it actually says in that 
scripture, you know, uh, will you catch them for me? And that says, we will do it together. And so there's this, um, there's this question from the Lord, you know, are you willing to um, go after those things that are in your heart that may be tainting the way that you see me? And with your yes, then let's do it together. I'll empower, like I'll come alongside you and we'll get rid of these things because it just, it's so important how we see the Lord, the lenses of what we believe about him. What does our heart really believe about his nature? Mm-hmm. Because it, it, it taints what we hear and how we hear. And and the Holy Spirit uh, is a huge part of this when you're asking for revelation as far as something like this. Reveal these things to me. And and you, you actually encourage people to ask the Holy Spirit. Yes, absolutely. I... Um, through my own experience because of fear in my own life and, you know, thinking that I needed to dot all my I's and cross all my T's uh, when I was sitting with the Lord. Um, That's through my own, you know, woundings and things that needed to be healed in my own heart. But because of those things, I would navel-gaze a lot. I would look at myself and try and figure out what is it, you know, is it this issue? Is it this lie that I'm believing? What is it? And it would send me into this spiral. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I, over the years, uh, the Lord began to say to me, Lana, don't you go looking. He's like, you ask me, ask the Holy Spirit to come and to reveal the foxes that that are in the vineyard. And as you do that, then I will reveal the next onion layer, if I can call it that. I'll reveal the, (laughs) you know, these are the ones we're going to deal with today. Yes. Um, And so, yeah, I really encourage people, you know, don't go kind of trying to dig things around. Just ask the Holy Spirit to reveal what it is that he wants to to deal with. Yes, that is so good. Uh, What is this, Lana? What is this? This is something that you said that I'm just like, wow, what we believe about God determines how we hear his voice. Mm. Yeah, I, um, you know, it's vital that I understand as a child of God, I understand his heart for me. So I know that when I approach him, that I'm going to be celebrated. You know, that I know that I can approach the throne boldly. And for a lot of my own um, life earlier when I got saved, you know, when I was 16, for gosh, maybe five, six years, I knew all those scriptures in my head. I knew that I can approach the throne boldly and I knew that nothing can separate me from the love of God. And, you know, I knew all those things in my head. But then when things, trials would come or different things, I would sense a hesitation in my heart. Oh, hang on. Is God going to be mad with me when I approach him now? And different things started to to come up in my heart. And I realized, oh, my goodness, there are things in me that I believe about the Lord and how he sees me that aren't right. They're not truth. It's not what the Bible says. And so even... um, even in the place of, you know, when the Lord corrects, because he's a good father, you know, and he disciplines, you know, he doesn't condemn, where I had an expectation that unless I got everything 100% right, that God was going to condemn me. Even though scripture said, there is therefore no condemnation. And so um, I really um, came to a place of encounter with the Lord where he began to unravel me and just undo me with his kindness and his love and show me that it's imperative that the way we see his heart as a good father who's bringing us to a greater place of walking in abundant life and and looking like Jesus. 
um, is just so important. Yes, my goodness. Well, we're going to have to take a break. And uh, so everybody that's listening, we've got lots more with Lana in just a minute. So don't go away. I know you're going to want to learn a lot more of what we're talking about. So get ready. At the end of this program, Sid's going to be here to let you know how you can get Lana's brand new book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her powerful three-CD teaching series, and it's exclusive for this package. Lana had a vision one time where the Lord taught her that one revelation from Him, one word from Him, can literally change everything. We'll be right back. Call now to get Lana Vosser's brand new revelatory book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, God is Speaking to You. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9593. Lana Vosser's brand new revelatory book, The Prophetic Voice of God, is a handbook that is both profound and practical for those who are hungry to engage in hearing and proclaiming the prophetic words of God. The prophetic the prophetic voice of God will mentor you on how to experience the breaker anointing. This simple practical teaching will break off fear, striving and anxiety, demystify the prophetic. Understand that prophetic hearing is accessible to anyone, no matter who you are or what context you come from. Discern the prophetic voice of God. Learn how to identify freshly spoken words from God and decipher the many different forms they can come in. Signs, symbols, numbers, coincidences, pictures, and more. You will be activated to look and listen for God's prophetic voice everywhere. Through this powerful book, you will embark on a wild and unique prophetic adventure with God. I believe that God is speaking every day and He's so passionate about speaking to us. In John 10, 27, it says, My sheep hear my voice. That's an invitation from God for you and I to be able to hear from Him. You will also receive Lana's anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, God is Speaking to You. In this CD series, you will understand that you were created with the ability to hear God. Find out the revelation of your greatest weapon. Learn how to engage with what God is saying. Discover that God wants to share the secrets of His heart with you. Find out what to do when you see repetitive signs and how these are words from heaven. Understand that you are the greatest prophet over your own life. On these audio CDs, Lana prays over you the healing of your heart, an impartation for your eyes to see and your ears to hear, an impartation to dream prophetic dreams, see visions, and experience divine encounters. It is God's greatest desire that you fulfill your destiny. I mean, He's put it in a book. And the only way you're going to fulfill your destiny is to do what God already promises. My sheep hear my voice. You're his sheep, you hear his voice, the stranger you're not gonna listen to. Don't miss out on getting Lana Vosser's brand new revelatory book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her anointed three-part audio CD teaching set, God is Speaking to You. This is an exclusive offer for our It's Supernatural audience. Yours for a donation of $35. Shipping and handling is included. Ask for offer number 9593. Call or you can send your check to Sid Roth, It's Supernatural, P.O. Box 39222, Charlotte, North Carolina, 28278. Please specify by offer number 9593 or log on to sidroth.org. Call or write today. Welcome back, everyone, to Messianic Vision. I'm Donna Chavis, and I'm here with Lana Vazer, and we are having quite a wonderful conversation about the prophetic voice of God. Lana, I want to start this segment. This is our last segment, so uh, I want to start this one with a vision 
that you saw that was so, so powerful? Yeah. Um, about two years ago, um, I was in this really, oh my goodness, intense battle where I was being bombarded constantly with lies of the enemy. Uh, there was such a battle in my mind um, against my identity. And one particular morning, I, I got up and I had my, my coffee with Jesus and I'm sitting in my, my prayer room and I said to the Lord, Lord, you know, there's obviously areas in my heart where I need healing of my identity. There's, there's things, there's obviously lies there. Uh, what I, I know that there are a few. I've, you've revealed them to me. I've repented of them. And like Holy Spirit, I ask you to come right now and just to reveal your truth. Show me your truth. And in that moment, um, I had this vision so clearly and I saw Jesus and he was kneeling against what looked like a tree stump and on his knees and he was battered and he was broken and um, his body was just, it was just, there was blood and it reminded me of, of like the passion, um, the movie, the passion. I'm watching, you know, my beautiful Jesus broken and the enemy was on one side and the enemy was accusing me. And on the other side was a man with a whip. And the enemy would throw this accusation at me. You've done this, or this is who you are, or different, all lies. And then Jesus would receive a lashing um, of the whip across his back. And for every, every lie, every accusation that the enemy threw at me, uh, Jesus received that, that whip, that lash, and he would cry out and he would decree the truth about who I was. And it just, I watched as this went on and on with every accusation, every lie, everything. Jesus took it and he decreed the truth and his truth rebuilt my story. Like in that one, that one moment, that vision, it brought me to a, a whole new level of, of his delight in me, not because of what I do, but because I'm his. And, and the price that he paid for me, you know, with his death and, and his resurrection, like he took it all. Um, and his voice exposed the foxes, the lies of the enemy. And, and I, in that encounter, I, I, I experienced the, that his voice just and, and his love, like the love of God in his voice um, that healed me and awakened me and restored me, refreshed me and just brought such redemption uh, into my heart. And I remember walking away from that encounter and the only words on my lips were, what love is this? You know, what, what love is this? It was just, it was a deeper level of, of, of encounter with the love of God, but also such a powerful moment where the enemy had used words to try and you know, tear me down, hold me back, yes. crush me, oppress me. Yes. But it was actually the demonstration of his love and, and, and through the decree of his His word that set me free. That is amazing. And I, I know God speaks to you in a lot of different ways, and you teach that to other people so that they can understand uh, uh, when they start hearing or start seeking God's voice. Also, Lana, you, you told us about a dream that you had not too long ago about a lady that you saw that had cancer. Yeah, it was a really powerful dream. I, um, I, in this dream, I saw a lady walk up to me uh, who had cancer. I knew she had cancer because she had a, a scarf wrapped around her head. And in the dream, I just had this, this sense that she was sick. And suddenly, as I looked at her, I felt a wave of faith 
that rose up in me so powerfully and I looked at her and I said yes um, because she was telling me her journey about cancer and how so many in the body of Christ were struggling with this disease and I said to her yes cancer seems to be on the lips of many right now and as I said that I remember looking to the side of the the right hand side of the church and a huge tidal wave crashed in through the ceiling and into the church and I knew it represented the body of Christ and it was a tidal wave of healing and I looked at her and I said wow just imagine how God's people's faith is going to radically increase as they see this mighty healing wave that's crashing in and increasing in the body of Christ to heal cancer and to remove its power on a level that we've never seen before and then I woke up and the Lord's yeah it was it was amazing and, uh, and when I woke up, I, I obviously went straight to the Lord and I said, Lord, speak to me about this. And, uh, and he obviously, he spoke to me very obviously that there was a, a healing wave of his spirit that's going to continue to increase uh, within the body of Christ uh, to see cancer's power removed. And I, I felt the Lord say that it would lose its power in the lives of believers so dramatically that it would no longer be the word on on people's lips. Um, and the third thing that the Lord spoke to me was that cancer on everyone's lips that I, I spoke of in the dream, the Lord said to me, Lana, this is a reminder of James 3, 1 to 6, um, to the body of Christ to not have death on our lips. And he said to me, Lana, don't carry death words, you know, that we are to be people that sow words of life. Yes. That we don't, that we're not people that, that sow death words. We don't go around sowing curses with our words, that we're people who speak life and we decree life no matter what we see everywhere that we go. Yes. Wow. That is so, so good. Would you take just a moment, Lana, and maybe speak to anybody that might be listening that might need a healing at this moment, whether it be cancer or anything else, and just uh, and speak to them for a moment and, and just share what's on your heart regarding that? Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Yeah. I just, um, I just prophesy over you right now in the name of Jesus. I just see the words, it's not over yet. So I just release hope to you today in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, I speak healing over every person that may have cancer or sickness or um, any sort of uh, hope deferred. I speak healing right now in the name of Jesus. And I decree life over you. I decree that in this season that you will uh, experience in a greater way uh, the love of Jesus. I just see such powerful encounters, moments with you and the Lord where he reveals himself in such a new and fresh way that his word will bring life and strength to your physical body. Thank you, Lord. God, I decree turnarounds right now suddenly over bodies, over minds and over hearts right now that there will be overnight miracles. Thank you, Lord, that you will get the glory, that it's not by and it's not by our strength, but it's by your power. So I thank you, Jesus, for breakthroughs right now. And I decree just supernatural manifestations of your power being released right now to bring turnarounds in Jesus' name. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Lana, before we go, I want to take a few minutes and, and talk about something that I, I've learned from you that was so, so encouraging to me. You like to teach other people to release his voice 
um, within themselves to release it to other people. And there, there's something that you said that I don't really think of myself this way. You said, you are powerful wherever you go. I, you know, I don't think of myself like that. But after reading your book, I'm thinking, I am powerful. I am powerful. Would you speak to us a little bit about that? Absolutely. Yeah, one of the things that just really burns on my heart is is that very message. You know, you are powerful wherever you go, that you're unique. And, you know, one of the most important things that I believe we can recognize um, as God's people is that we are powerful wherever we go, but we're not powerful because of our own strength. We're powerful because of who lives within us, who, you know, who we, who we live in. And the Lord really challenged me a number of years ago uh, that no matter what your occupation, ministry, your journey in life is, that the truth remains the same, that you are powerful because of the power in you. So everywhere you go, you carry his presence. Everywhere you go, you shift an atmosphere. You know, I, I say to people a lot, you know, when you go down to, let's say, for example, your local coffee shop and you get your, your morning cappuccino or whatever it is that you like to drink and you, you're having a conversation with the person making your coffee, you know, that is a, a divine moment right there where you can minister to somebody else and you don't know who the destiny that's over that person's life. One word out of your mouth, you know, that the Lord um, the Lord gives you can change their life forever. And so I just, I really love to encourage people that everywhere your feet tread is, is you have a place of influence and you are called to release the love of God, you know, and to, to shine. And there isn't another you, you know, what God has given you is unique. And so often... And I did this myself in my early journeys. I wanted to be, you know, to hear like Rick Joyner and I wanted to hear God like Graham Cook and I wanted to be exactly the same. And uh, and I wanted to, you know, I felt I had to be a certain way. And the Lord said to me, no, Lana, I've created you uniquely and I will release my love and my life and my kingdom uh, through you and your personality and the giftings that I've given you. And so I encourage people that the way that you hear from God is unique. You know, and the way you shine Jesus and the way that you release him um, to this world is unique. And, and you're absolutely needed. You know, nobody else can release what you carry. There's, there's not another you um, on this earth. Like you are powerful, uh, whether you're, you know, changing diapers on a platform, preaching, no matter it is what you do, uh, you are powerful today because of who lives within you. Wow, that is a good message, and I believe that's a good place to stop right here. Uh, Lana, thank you so much for spending some time with us today. It's so great to talk to you. been a great joy. Thank you for having me, Donna. You are so welcome, and thank you all for listening. Be sure to join us next time right here for Messianic Vision. And now here's Sid to tell you how you can get Lana's brand-new book, The Prophetic Voice of God. Sid? Lana Vossler is a prophetic voice to the nations, but God also uses her to speak to individuals. Her purpose is to let you know that not only does God still speak, but he wants to speak to you. You can get Lana's brand new book, The Prophetic Voice of God, and her brand new exclusive teaching series, God is Speaking to You, all for an investment of only 35 U.S. dollars. To order, call one 800 447 26
1-800-447-2697. That's 1-800-447-2697. Or go to our website at sidroth.org, S-I-D-R-O-T-H dot O-R-G. Be sure to ask for offer number 9593. That's offer number 9593.